This is Sid and Friends in the Morning. 77 WABC. His name walks the walk. Back in the 70s, when crime was totally out of control, he put together something called the Guardian Angels. He's a New York legend. And I said the last time, if you put a big sign of New York, there should be a picture of this man next to it. He's the quintessential New Yorker. I love this guy. He's the real deal. He's no BS. He's on the radio, always helping. He'll run to Staten Island. He'll, where, where he's needed, he goes. And by the way, if anybody here hasn't seen him or heard him speak yet, well, you're in for a treat because he's going to bring you to church. He's going to he's going he's going to bring you to church. I give you Curtis Sliwa. My man there basically did the introduction for me, but I may as well go through a couple more specifics, and that is noon to one every weekday afternoon. He gets big ratings all weekend long on the overnight show, big ratings as well, but arguably, although we both agree, does his best work right here with me every weekday morning at about this time, fresh off his 78th arrest and in jail literally about five hours ago. With a huge audience, I got a lot of people texting me as early as 4 o'clock this morning who said they couldn't wait for this morning's specific Rosenberg Sleewa edition. Here he is, the icon, the legend, Mr. Guardian Angel, Curtis Sleewa. Curtis, first of all, I'm glad you're okay, and thanks again for what you did last night. On behalf of all New Yorkers, like that man said out there at Creedmoor last night, thank you for caring, Curtis. Thank you, Sid. And we had thousands of people out there last night, uh, a majority of them listening to you, Sid, in the morning. That's how they found out about the rally. And thank you for giving me the time every morning at 7.05 to get information out about the rallies. An incredible number of people who crossed the border from Nassau County who realize that these illegal aliens are going to be getting on the buses outside where they get free uh, cards, free cards, swipe cards, to ride wherever they want. They come in a Great Neck. They come in a Hillcrest. And, in fact, that brings me back to a moment yesterday where Peter King was walking in the hallway, I think with his daughter, I'm not quite sure, or a relative who lives in North Carolina. That's Aaron. That's his daughter. She lives in North Carolina. She's a great kid. He could not have been any nicer. It's like your your knockout, dragout battle in the morning didn't exist. He said, Curtis... Thank you for warning the people in Nassau County. I've been trying to get them awake about this. The illegal aliens, although Bruce Blakeman, great job in saying we are not a sanctuary county, Nassau, and the other Republican elected officials, they're coming in. And then you see in the New York Post this morning exclusive that what I had talked about back on February 15th, February 15th, when Monica Martinez, state senator of Central Iceland, Brentwood, which Peter King used to represent, asked Eric Adams in Albany in front of all the media, I hear that you want Nassau County Seum, uh, Coliseum to house the migrants. And he said, everything's on the table. And then remember I brought it up. No, you're lying, Curtis. You're I making remember. that up. Of course I remember. I and- remember it well. And here's what it reads. Queens BP, which is the borough president, 
This guy's some loser, too. Donovan Richards wants Nassau Coliseum to be used as a migrant shelter. And that's why when uh, Bay Ridge Council member Justin Brandon comes on and calls you a liar, when uh, my lady in my district out there in uh, Rockaway Beach, Joanne Ariola comes on and savages you in the past, even when my dear friends, I love them both, Bo and Peter, went after you. Uh, and just yesterday, again, going back to the situation in Gilgo, I won't allow it because the truth is that I got to say over 90 percent of the time, especially in this migrant situation, this also goes for Borelli and the guys on Staten Island, especially in this situation. If not today, if not tomorrow, eventually Curtis Sliwa turns out to be right. So instead of fighting Curtis, getting angry at Curtis, calling him a liar, why don't you take that anger and direct it at your public officials, your mayor, your governor, your city council people, who are allowing your neighborhoods to turn to shizzle? And remember, what did Governor Crime Wave Holcomb say yesterday? For a year, we've offered Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, places to put the illegal aliens. A year ago. And I had all that info, and I was sharing it with everyone. Oh, you're a liar. You're making this up. Because their humongous egos won't allow them to consider Curtis Lee has good sources. Now, I'm putting aside my differences with Peter King. Hands across the border in Nassau County with Bruce Blakeman, Peter King, and all the electors, we must stop the illegals from invading Nassau County because they're going to be there in a heartbeat. They're going to be there. They're going to be roaming the streets. Look, they got nothing to do, nowhere to go with Creedmoor. A thousand single, able-bodied men with lots of testosterone crashing through their cranium, and they're going to be walking the neighborhoods because they'll be looking for any kind of work, and if they can't find work, they're going to be snatching up your items, doing home invasions, going into your backyard. Oh, my God, what a nightmare. You know, the last couple rallies that you headed, Curtis, I've noticed, last couple, that you've had upwards of three, four, maybe even last night, 5,000 people. That doesn't mean there's not uh, another one across the street where they disagree with you. They get like 30 people. It's so embarrassing. They Sometimes New York One describes it as a double protest. No, no, only one side people seem to care. But 13 people, including you, were arrested last night. What exactly were you arrested for? What were you doing when the cops placed the cuffs on you? Well, uh, they charged me with disorderly conduct and the others and for obstructing traffic. Uh, when they hit me with the disorderly conduct charge, I said, police officers, 105th precinct, you couldn't be more hopelessly right. I am a disruptor. I am a disruptor of your freaking mayor, the house mouse, who used to hide in the precinct, never busted his shoes, and they were all laughing. They were having to go to taking cell, cell phone pictures with me. It was like he, some of the guys said, wow, this is the greatest arrest I've ever made in my life, right? And I said it will be memorable because when I'm mayor, I'm coming back to the 105th precinct, and I'm going to make sure you guys and gals get the respect you deserve instead of a barista at Starbucks being treated better by the people than police in the streets. Oh, they went crazy. They Interesting crazy. you said to them when I'm mayor, uh, Louis uh, Rafino, get ready here because – you have kind of teased, you've intimated, never made anything official on this show with me, although you and I have had private discussions, including one yesterday afternoon, that you are considering doing it again for a second time. But last night, you made that statement there in front of thousands of people. Let's listen back. Curtis Sliwa Lewis, cut number four. Let me make mention that suggested that maybe uh, I take on Eric Adams in two years. Yeah. 
Swagger Man has no plan. I'm going at him because we need to save our city. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. So now it's time for you and I to have a very serious discussion. Yes. Uh, I I will endorse you. I already have. Uh, all the way. I will be with you every step of the way. Anytime you campaign, I'll be more than happy to be standing next to you, just like you did with the Giuliani's. But I've had people say to me, and don't get mad at me because I'm just delivering the message. Understood. People have said to me, I like Curtis. Curtis knows this city and cares more about this city than Eric Adams. But if he's going to continue to walk around town with a red beret and a red jacket and, and talk about moolah schmoolah and all that language stuff that you've been doing for 25 years, which makes your radio great, that's great for the radio. But no one's going to take this guy seriously, similar to what Governor David Patterson said on this show two days ago. Yeah, how many of them go into the hood? None of them. But the oh, question, whoa, whoa, whoa. None of them. You're going to win. you got to get people in the hood to vote for you. I go in the neighborhoods. Where the only Republican they've ever seen is Abraham Lincoln on a $5 bill. There's only one Republican for every eight Democrats. The route to victory, you got to get black votes, you got to get Hispanic votes, and you ain't going to do that with a three-piece set and all styling and profiling like Eric Adams. Look at how the population is turning on him. They're turning on him because he's a fake, phony, fraudulent fugazi, and they smell that out. But what about meeting halfway? Maybe not walking around like Adams, like I do, wearing suits by a boot and Anthony's a garage, and maybe not walking around like you're about to, you know, start a fist fight in Penn Station. What about a happy medium somewhere? Like when you went for mayor last time, i got to give you credit. You did wear the beret, but I saw you dressed in beautiful suits. You wore nice ties. I thought you looked very, very presentable. Is there any way that Curtis Sliwa just comes about halfway? Yes, yes. Okay. If I could sit down with Aaron Rodgers when he goes into the darkness, <laughs> drop some shrooms, some LSD, and say, uh, Aaron, sure. <laughs> right? I mean, let's face it. That's a good way of calming myself no, down and, and coming and communing with just average, everyday people in a very civil, calm way. Right, so you've made the answer pretty clear. You're not about to change anything. This is you that's been you for 40-plus years. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Who's the U.S. senator in Pennsylvania? That would be, uh, oh, he's uh, he's a mess of that guy. Fetterman, right? Fetterman, right. Ran he with a hoodie on, right? Said, oh, no way, the guy could win with a hoodie. He ran against a dapper guy, Dr. Oz. Yeah, but here's the difference. Well-spoken, right? He's Look, a Democrat. You are not a Democrat. Oh, oh, excuse me. A Democrat who took out a sort-off shotgun and put Doesn't it into matter. the chest of a black guy. Doesn't matter. Democrats can do those types of things and win in this day and age. You are a Republican. No. You are not afforded the no. same luxuries no. as John Fetterman. No, I am a moderate running against the Democratic Socialists of America who control the Democratic Party. Get that straight. What did these people say to you yesterday? Clearly they were there. They're on your side. And they look at you like a hero, just like I do. I yeah, think you're a yeah, hero. Yeah. Uh, what, did the, what did the people say to you before you were taking away 13 of you to the local precinct? Well, many of the people who were from Nassau County who came over, and I want to thank everyone from Nassau County for listening to you, Sid, and heeding my alarm. The illegals are coming into Nassau County. No matter what Peter King or Boots Blakeman say, they have the best of intentions, but they're coming. 
I said, Curtis, I'll vote for you. I'll vote for you. I said, are you a Democrat? They said, yeah. I said, yeah, you can vote five, six times for me, man. You get to vote as many times as you want. Please do. But I live in Nassau County. doesn't matter. I had a friend there last night who actually said yes. that uh, came into contact with Democrats. To your point right now, Curtis. Yes. Came into contact with Democrats who were very, very nervous about their quote-unquote stuff. Living there locally, migrants not far away. So it did seem like from this other person that they were saying exactly what you're saying, which is at this point, the migrant crisis has become so ugly that you should be able to get some bipartisan support. No doubt. And the corruption aspect of this. Look at Kathy Crime Wave Hochul's letter. She says, I gave you one and a half billion dollars. The same money, remember, that was stolen from Fry, right? Same exact, same amount. By and Charlene. She goes, you have yet to give an invoice to the state, to Tom DiNapoli, the controller, to explain where the $1.5 billion is, Eric. No answers from City Hall. Where do you think that money went, then? Doc Go, $432 million, no bid contract. These are the people who've never done this kind of work before. Never. All of a sudden, Eric gives them a sweetheart contract. You say contract with Eric Adams, I say kickbacks. You say contract, you know he's kicking back to his cronies. Well, you've been saying for a long time, too, that at least uh, some of these hotels where these migrants uh, end up, this is through the very, very hard work of your beautiful wife, Nancy, her deep dives, that it turns out there are a bunch of no-names, LLCs, and uh, you believe, at least in some of these cases, if I'm wrong, correct me, maybe you don't believe it, maybe you do, that in some of these cases that there is a mutual money-making experience for the mayor, the city, and these hotel owners, and that is part of the reason why, part of the reason why some of these hotels end up getting these migrants. Is, is that a fair statement? Remember, Eric Adams, when he was sworn into office for his first elective office, state senate in Albany, 2000, Gives his first speech in front of the body of his colleagues, all the lobbyists who had their beak in his trough, you know, wanted to wine them, dine them, pocket line The media, friends, relatives said, show me the money. That's what it's all about. Show me the money. That has been the way he's lived his political life. Why would he change now? So you had a four-star hotel in Long Island City that catered to tourists, high-end, marble floors, jacuzzis, two beds in every room. The illegals came in and said, oh, my God, I can't believe we hit lotto, we hit Powerball. You're going to let us stay here? We don't have to work here? No, in fact, we're going to deliver food here. They couldn't believe it, courtesy of who? The sucker taxpayers in New York City and the owners and operators of that four-star hotel. You know the kickbacks are flying fast and furiously. Now, meantime. Oh, so stop you right here. Yes. So you're saying, and again, no problem with you, Mel, but what you're saying is, is pretty, uh, it's pretty big. You're saying that these hotels got these sweetheart deals ended up getting paid by the city. Yes. And ended up giving some of that money back to Adams and the city in terms of kickbacks. You're saying that there is some serious money back and forth here that is part of this migrant issue. You're let saying me, that, Let me yes. ask you a question, Sid. There's one thing you're very astute about. Uh, the haberdashery that you go to, Joseph Abood, and the suits that you, you, you wear on a regular basis. Yes. Eric Adams wears customized suits, new ones, each and every day. Uh, when Pablo Escobar was running the Medellin cartel, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, he didn't have suits like that. No. 
No. Where is he getting the money for that on a mayoral well, 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 salary? Is it possible that there's some shop or some tailor in Manhattan that just gives him the oh, suits? Free? You mean giving free? Isn't that isn't that breaking the law, right? I don't know. I'm just asking. He doesn't pay for any of his restaurant meals. You've seen him before, <laughs> right? Everything is free. There's nothing in life for free, Sid. You know that. It's called you scratch my belly, I scratch yours. Well, then let's talk about scratching each other's bellies because this morning, one of the major stories in the city, I believe second to your arrest last night, is what seems to be a fight, a real fight between the governor, that wench, that witch, and uh, the mayor. Uh, the mayor and Fabian Levy did all they could yesterday to go, oh, no, we love each other, we love each other. Do you believe, Curtis, that there really is a rift between the governor and the mayor, or do you believe at the end of the day they're both no good and they'll figure it out? No, no, no. Uh, she realizes she's not going down with this sinking ship. She knows the corruption on the SS Eric Adams. He can't <laughs> account for $1.5 billion that the state taxpayers gave him to deal with the illegal aliens that he welcomed in. Remember, he was first online with his entourage, giving them swag bags in August of almost a year ago, right? Uh, him Cardinal Dole, hey, come one, come all. Abbott is a racist. Now all of a sudden he's saying no mas, no mas. All Tom DiNapoli is saying is, where's the money, Eric? Where's the receipts? Where's the invoices? It's a year later, and you haven't given us any paperwork whatsoever because the money's gone, Sid. It's been spent. It's been doled out. Every time he declares an emergency migrant resource center, Unlike a shelter or a hotel, he doesn't have to account for it. There's no transparency. He redacts everything. The money going into the pockets of the friends of Eric Adams is going to blow your mind. Hey, let me tell you, Eric, and I know you're all listening at City Hall. You think you're on your way to the White House one day. The only house you're going to is in the big house oh with chains and shackles <laughs> for political corruption. It's going to make everyone's head spin. That's where he's heading, Sid. You really, way, you really believe that's the case? Yeah, find out which federal pennies. Maybe Otisville. You can visit him. You know, you can ask, hey, Eric, you know, I, I tried to counsel you. I tried to warn you. Oh, uh, listen, I did try, uh, and I'm not saying I'm done trying yet, but when he finds out, like he may right now, that my second job outside of doing this number one radio show will be to be your campaign manager. Now, I'm not sure point. Eric Adams wants to have dinner with me. Hold on, sir. Hold on. <laughs> now, to be my campaign manager now. Uh, if your friends, some of them, pull out their toolies and want to finish the job of John Gotti Sr., John Gotti Jr. That, that won't happen. No. But if they do, yeah. and we happen to be at the New Park Pizzeria having a <laughs> slice and coke, because, you know, the people will be coming up to us. They all know us, Sid. Will you take a bullet for me? Give me the whole scenario again. Wait, wait a second. Again. Hold on a second, well. Sid. A guy pulls out a toolie. Right. He's 10 feet away, a 9-millimeter, fully loaded. He's going to unload the clip right into my head. Yeah. Sid Rosenberg, my campaign manager, realizes that's it. The campaign is over. Yeah. Do you jump in front of me and take those bullets and prove you are loyal right down to the marrow of your bone? And I will give you the best eulogy. I will give you a eulogy in the shul. We'll then go to the Roman Catholic Church. We'll have nonstop 60 days of everybody sitting shiva, and you won't have to bring the hamantash in. Everybody will remember Sid Rosenberg until the ends of time. And I'll just get myself another campaign manager. Yeah, you should probably do that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> another campaign manager. Yeah. Even before I take the gig. <laughs> no, no, no. You're more valuable to me. 
as the number one most listened to morning talk show host in all of America. Not just, they say, oh, New York, the tri-state. I've done the analytics shit. Nobody can touch your stuff. Remember how MC Hammer said, you can't touch this? That's the way it is all over the country. I've looked at the analytics. Nobody touches oh. you. Well, thank you for that. And a lot of that is because of what you do here every morning. And again, I got to tell you, my phone was blowing up last night. They were worried. Oh, my God, what oh, if Curtis can't make it in the next on, morning and do this segment? Yeah. I had to get out of jail because I knew that Frank Morano was lusting <laughs> to be on at 705 to talk about UFOs. Oh, oh, Sid, UFOs, unidentified flying objects, they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah, save it. Save it for Staten Island, Frank. And by the way, he didn't go to our demonstration in Staten Island last no. weekend. You know why? Why is that? He had to go to a baby shower well, in New Jersey. What kind of a man goes yeah. to a baby shower? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you think about that. And then, naturally, there was somebody, the DEA in Queens, saying, I can't let him get stay locked no. up in jail. Because if he doesn't show up for work for John Katsimatidis, he doesn't get paid. I know what his contract is. I want my child support for Carter and Hunter. Release him. Make sure he can make it for Sid in the morning. So in the final 60 seconds, now you've intimated it. Now you've even said it at a rally with 4,000 people in attendance. Really for you, Curtis, last night. Are you ready, willing, and able right now? to announce unofficially you will once again run for mayor next time around. Cut my veins and arteries. I bleed New York City. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan. You want to know what his schedule is today? He's going to be raising the flag of Peru at Bowling Green. How about raising the American flag? He's going to be giving more of our money to that corrupt hip-hop museum at 530. He's celebrating Haitian heritage in Grand Mansion. What about our heritage from America? And then he's finishing by going to one of your places, Shwarma, Shabazi, and cut the ribbon in the Upper West Side as if you were in Tel Aviv. Hey, Eric Adams, I've never seen a photograph of you behind a desk at City Hall. Stop being a glorified Joe Biden of Brooklyn as a borough president. Man up and be the mayor, because if you're not going to do the job, move over. It's Curtis Sleewood time! Break it down! Stop! Hammer time!